Welcome to the Confluence Investment Management Asset Allocation Bi-Weekly Report for February 6th, 2022. I'm Phil Adler. Recent volatility in financial markets and persistent geopolitical risks create an opportunity for a fresh look at gold prices. Our guest today is Confluence Investment Management Chief Market Strategist Bill O'Grady. Bill, Confluence Investment Management has been long-term bullish on gold with a price target, as we have discussed before, of $2,300 an ounce. But for about a year and a half now, gold has remained stuck in a range between $1,700 and $1,900 an ounce. Has your short-term outlook changed at all? Perhaps a bit. The short-term situation has become less favorable. Monetary policy appears set to tighten and real interest rates will likely rise. The dollar's been stronger than we expected. All these things weigh on gold prices. The longer-term model focuses more on central bank balance sheets, which remain very high. What this means is that there is a key fundamental factor that remains quite supportive in the long run. So long term, you remain optimistic that gold prices will rise toward your target. Well, how do you define long term versus short term? Well, short term is now to about one year out. Long term is beyond that. Well, let's concentrate on the short term for a few moments. Confluence research suggests that cryptocurrencies have been competing with gold for dollars. Well, crypto has been having a tough time lately. Why hasn't gold benefited? Actually, that's one we're trying to figure out too. The most likely explanation is that the factors weighing on crypto are weighing on gold as well. And so both may be being liquidated to own something else. Interestingly enough, we are seeing money market levels rise suggesting that holders are just simply liquidating both. Do you think gold will get more attention from investors if crypto continues to flounder? Well, if short-term fundamentals turn favorably toward gold and crypto, which should benefit, frankly, from similar fundamentals, and they fail to respond, if crypto fails to respond, then gold will likely benefit. Bill, you mentioned a rise in real 10-year treasury yields may put pressure on gold prices as investors seek safe havens. Can you identify a game-changing 10-year yield that would ratchet up the pressure on gold significantly? Well, probably anything above 2% would have a psychological effect. However, the dollar plays a role in that too. In the 1970s, we actually saw bond yields rise a lot, but the dollar also fell and gold did quite well. But a stronger dollar on rising long-term yields would be you know, a pretty negative factor. Are you predicting a yield in that range or will fear of a future economic downturn be a damper on yields? Well, I do project the 10-year yield will break above 2%, but I don't think it'll stay there very long. Uh, rising long rates will weigh on asset prices and likely undermine economic growth. Geopolitical challenges can increase uncertainty and can steer investors toward gold, yet gold has stayed, at least for the time being, in the range we discussed earlier. Why? Are, are investors ignoring these geopolitical risks? Geopolitical risks are hard to discount in financial markets. Gold isn't always the best hedge in such events because there is often a flight to the dollar that weighs on gold. On the other hand, events that push up the price of oil can sometimes trigger a flight to gold on inflation worries. But in these cases, actually owning oil might 
be more effective. And finally, it's hard to know the duration or severity of such events. Years ago, my first job was at Clayton Brokerage. This was in 1986. We used to facetiously debate whether the end of the world would be bullish or bearish for soybeans. I actually was there during the Chernobyl event. And while I worked there, initially, agricultural prices soared. Ukraine is a major grain producing area, and it was thought that grain would be radioactive and thus unusable, forcing the Soviets to buy more U.S. grain. In fact, the tainted grain was mixed with non-tainted grain from imports in other parts of the Soviet Union, meaning that demand ended up being a lot less than expected and prices soon tumbled. Let's concentrate on the long term for a moment. Can you explain more about what convinces you that long term gold remains attractive? Well, it really all comes down to the debasement of the dollar. When currencies are not backed by a metal, the best way to create confidence in that currency is through the declaration of central bank independence and the implementation of a reliable inflation target. The Fed appears to be more sensitive to political winds and has abandoned a clear target on inflation. Over time, we expect that to undermine confidence in the dollar and boost gold. Does your long-term outlook take into account the possibility of a sustained rebound in cryptocurrencies? I'm much less confident that crypto will rebound. It looks to me like we are seeing a growing regulatory uh, threat to crypto that will discourage the use of that product. Now, Confluence Investment Management recently reduced exposure to gold in its asset allocation models because of the concern over short-term weakness. Can you explain the actions that were taken? Basically, we, we think that there are just better opportunities in broader commodity markets. So we expanded our position in commodities and lowered our exposure to gold. The overall position in commodities, which is divided between gold and, and a broad basket of commodities, remains unchanged. But we leaned away from gold and, and leaned more into commodities. Thank you, Bill. Our discussion today is based upon sources and data believed to be accurate and reliable. We wish to state that opinions and forward-looking statements expressed are subject to change without notice. This information does not constitute a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security. Our engineer is Dane Stoll. I'm Phil Adler. 